Hello and welcome to episode 77 of the Own the Moment podcast. My name is Coop, and yes, I'll do my best to fill in for our beloved host, Mr. TJ Lasik, who is traveling on business tonight, just a little too busy these days to get in all of the podcasts that we're doing each week. Um, and boy, do we have a special episode tonight. Uh, but first, as always, we are joined by Mr. Justin Herzig. Justin. Cheers. How's it going? Good intro. Yeah, we got TJ getting wine dined in New York, doing the biz life. But we uh, have some awesome guests tonight. We've got NBA coming back tomorrow. We got NFL tonight. It is the prime time. Like we are in the fall. This is the heart of, uh, look at that. We got MLB playoffs going. Like it is the hardest sports season. NFTs are pumping. It's good times. Let's go. I mean, literally everything is going on right now. We've got MLB playoffs. We've got Monday night football. We've got the NBA back tomorrow. My beloved NHL is off and running. The Penguins are off to a really nice start. Your lightning, not so much, but hey, it is hangover. early. It is it is early. A little hungover still. We got golf coming back in full full form. I mean, literally all the sports are pumping. It's a sports, it's it's a sports um sports enthusiasts dream right now the time of year that it is i completely forgot about college football which is one of my favorite sports in general to watch i mean they're all pumping everything's pumping and of one course of our college NFTs. football teams is undefeated so <laughs> yeah uh it was it's been tough it's been a little tough been, been a little tough but uh we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with my mini lions here this this week and then you know big one the, the week after between coop and bach uh penn state ohio state so we'll see what happens but anyways Let's get into it. Um, you know, we're going to bring on some of our good, of our of our guests here in just a little bit. But we would be remiss if we didn't hit on the fact that Justin has already ripped his run it backpack and run it back did drop. We got formally through all of the queues. It took about a two full days, I think, or a day and a half ultimately to get to get through the queues. Um, so let let's hit on some run it back, Justin. What was your thoughts? Uh, you know, thoughts and. Thoughts and ultimately prayers, I guess, a little bit for for the pack that I think that that you riffed. But uh, let, let's hear let's hear some of your thoughts. Yeah, so I mean, at a high level, um, I think it was a highly successful pack drop. Um, not from a technical or feasibility, obviously, it had its hiccups, but just from a, a you know value standpoint, people were curious, like, hey, is this actual EV? You know, plus EV, and I think you know, explaining this earlier in the Discord, I think the easiest way to kind of look at that and make a judgment is okay. Take a look and see. The complete cost to acquire this set is around 22K. If you divide that by the number of running backs in it, it's 50. That comes out to like, I don't know, 450, 460 or so dollars. And so your expected value just from the run it back, if you say that you had a random chance to get any of those, was $460. Now, no, not every single moment was ended up being, you know, um, you know a, a plus ROI, a uh, return on investment there. But from an expected value, it was three x at least and that's not including the four archive moments and i think the archive moments ev expectation was like 25 dollars each uh so that's another 100 right there so i think for people that are looking at it from a value standpoint you know, no question it was a valuable endeavor now yeah i got michael red um great ohio state buckeye you know led those buckeyes to the final four as bach told us but like it doesn't move the needle too much from a collection standpoint but uh, i was ecstatic just to get the pack um and i think I think it's it's a it's a double-edged sword because people are complaining that hey, like if there are not enough packs, um, then you know people complain that there's not enough packs. But then what that means is that okay, well if we need more packs, then we either need to raise the circulation count 
and now they don't become as great of moments, but they won't make that more than a thousand to make sense. Then you've got to add more um, moments in there. So that's how we got to the 50. So either, you know, there's always going to be complaints out there, but at the end of the day, like, Hey, we allowed that a large, I don't know, um, large majority of the people who are strong collectors who have, you know, the PQ2 or PQ1 access ended up getting one, not everyone, but a large amount. And then, or just the general collectors still had like a 20, 25% chance of getting one. So I think it was a, it was a strong balance. Um, and you know, that's where we are. Yeah, I, I think great great analysis. I, I saw Corey H in the chat saying, "Was it successful?" I mean, they they had a, a glitch, of course. You know, we, we would be remiss without mentioning that. You know, PQ1 went off. It sounded like there was some some challenges with credit card processing. Um, and 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 from my perspective, I think Dapper did the right thing, right? Like they delayed the queue. They got it right. They made it so people could buy with credit cards. It did take time, and people, of course, are going to complain no matter what. So it certainly wasn't perfect. Um, you know, my thoughts on the overall pack are as someone still um generally kind of you know didn't watch a ton of basketball growing up as a kid watch some of the the main players i'm excited for like the lebron the Shaq, the ai and and honestly like kind of learning more from people that are experienced collectors and experienced nba fans about some of the other players that are in the packs you know i have heard of a lot of the guys but i would say like the just seeing the older moments to me is pretty cool um and i really like the idea of you know the archive set um, and I also think that fits into Dapper's continued commentary that that the common sets are going to be common. There is going to be, you know, continued opportunity for people to come to the platform, buy a pack and see what they rip in a pack for fun. Um, you know, I think there was some substantial EV and that upside is always going to be, you know, have some sort of, you know, you know lower tier moments in, in these packs at the end of the day. So I was happy to see the disbursement. You hit on PQ1, PQ2, and general Q. I think, you know, someone had mentioned PQ1, I think, was somewhere, you know, high 90% or, you know, or mid 90% to get a pack. PQ2, I think, was somewhere in the 80%, low 80% range. Uh, and then general Q was 25%. I think that distribution makes a ton of sense. Still give people, like, some of the most fun part of Top Shot is sweating the pack drops. I, I personally think that. Um, so I think that distribution uh, makes sense. And, and we'll see how that continues to carry us into uh series three and the new mint series that uh that that is gonna the new mint count that's gonna be coming out in series three yeah and so shout out to uh just gliding who posted this i'm not sure if he created it or not but um i thought it was pretty interesting and it kind of touches on what we've talked about we're like okay so you start off with like okay one packs and then people are like there's a 20 percent chance in a pack that's ridiculous only high collector scores get one so people are pissed there's not enough packs all right so they ask for more packs okay now we get more packs you finally get your pack wait, why is everyone selling for moments less than the pack cost? Now, obviously, this wasn't extreme this time, but then people are pissed that, hey, now there's these bad moments in the pack because everyone got a pack. Top shot, you ruined it because you released too many packs. Then we're back to, wait, but I want my packs. Like, there's that. It just keeps going. You know, it's going to be hard to really ever satisfy everyone, and everyone's also making their not everyone, a lot of people are making their determinations based off what happens to them. And everyone wants the collector score criteria to be one point less than what they have. And every, you know, it's challenging to build a business that, uh, you know, a P, you know, that is right for hundreds of thousands of people. And so that's what they're trying to do. And there's going to be hiccups, but I think overall this one, um, other than the kind of drop challenges from a technical standpoint, I think the actual product I think was, a uh, was very strong and very well done.
Yeah, I, I agree. There's always going to be a per, an, an opposing perspective, but at the end of the day, Dapper is continuing to take the lead, continuing to take charge. Um, you know, navigating a business like you said, with you know hundreds of thousands of people that continue to come and 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 the opportunity for a lot more than hundreds of thousands of people to be here. Um, I think is where we're continuing to build for. So we'll we'll see what happens, but. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm 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 holding my, my pack for now. So we'll see how long I can I can hold my pack for um before before we decide to have some fun and, and rip it open. Um but yeah, I see, so some, I, I see I someone in chat was mentioning uh Smush Parker. Funny thing about this moment is so I it's you know Smush Parker, LA Laker. I think two things here. One, I believe this moment has Jack Nicholson on the bench in it which is kind of cool because it's a little bit of throwback and stuff. And I think that's a cool aspect, especially for LA is as you get these run it back, these throwback moments, like you may actually see throwback celebrities too. And uh, there might be a glimpse of Kobe just in kind of the background of that moment as well. I'm not hundred percent positive, but uh, <laughs> worth, worth checking out. It's a little weird. There's a pixel. The there's a pixel of Kobe apparently in the, uh, in the non 4k HD moment that is hey. Smush Parker. There's apparently a pixel of Kobe somewhere. Still in better than the KB 24 NFT. So yeah. Topic, topic for another day. Um, but let's get into, you know, quickly here on running back challenges, showcase quests, what's going to happen. I think, you know, as far as I know, we haven't formally heard anything from, from Dapper about, will there be challenges? Won't there be challenges? Will there be showcases? Um, but you know, the, the speculators are out there. They're talking about if there's going to be challenges or not, what is the Herzig bot thinking on run it back? 2005, 2006 challenges. All right. So a couple thoughts going into this. One is usually when we see and expect there to be challenges, we can see those moments minted on the blockchain ahead of time. So we are actually able to track that. We have not seen anything this time. No, that's not, doesn't mean it can't happen, but that's just where we stand so far. There is a clean number of 50. 50 feels like a relatively clean number for overall total of moments. Now it could be that, hey, you know, 10 card showcase, uh, 10 moment showcase challenge, and you end up getting one. So it ends up being 55 or something like that. Sure. Um, they made a point that these are not part of ser of the next series. So right now it says series three, just because from a blockchain naming, like it's really series two summer, but it gets a little challenging from a technical aspect. Um, but at the end of the day, these, you know, these are a series that is within this summer. It is different than what's going to start once the NBA starts. So our time is limited for them to do any kind of large showcase challenges quests. It makes me believe that overall there will not be, but there will probably be some form of engagement for these moments in the future. Now, I don't think it's going to be a uh, for a run it back that we haven't seen um, for like, you know, a, a quest or a challenge there. Uh, and then if we look at the archive one, there's that 39. The 39 is a bit of a weird number. It makes you kind of think that, hey, maybe they have plans to add more there. But this is getting really nerdy. But if you actually factor out 39, the only multiples are like, what, 3 and 13. And so if you're trying to come up with like, usually you can actually slow it down, up. slow it down for the people in the back, slow it down for the people in the back three and 13. Okay. Three times 13, 39. Usually if you're going to have uh, challenges for these, you need to have some form of a factorization where we can actually get to what those would be. So for example, if there's when there's 50, we can be like, okay, that's easy. You can easily do five times 10, 50, do five challenges of 10 moments each. 
they're not going to do 13 challenges of three or 13 quests. And I don't think they do three quests of 13. So it becomes a weird kind of math aspect for how you're going to create there. I think none of these by themselves tell us that there won't be challenges or quests, but I think all together combined with that, like the NBA season literally starts tomorrow. I think it's unlikely, but that's not to say that they won't come into some form of, uh, you know, gamification in the future. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think, you know, I, one, there's just a lot of things that Tapper has going on. You know, the NBA season is taking off tomorrow. Um, they had the running backpack drop. They had the archives, you know, drop. There's tons more moments out there in the marketplace. Um, you know, I've watched a lot of different streams out there. People talking about there's still, you know, a lot of snipes to be made, a lot of discounts off of where they think prices may go. Um, so I think that's pretty interesting as well. You know, there's going to be C series three moments coming out soon. Uh, you know, we might get a tip off series, uh, tip off tip off set. Um, if we think about kind of looking back at some of the past seasons and what we've seen from from those, what insights we can get there. Yeah, there just seems to be a lot of, uh, dare I say, also rake back. Um, you know, oh, there's gosh. that involved too. Um, there's just a lot of things going on at Dapper, and I think um, it would be interesting to do you know, these run it back challenges or showcase quests or, or gamification on top of what will be sort of a, the kickoff of the, of the new season. Yep. And I see, I've been saying, so there will be 11 more archive moments. Um, so that would get it to the 50. That would make sense. Um, moving on from the quest showcase. One thing I do want to caution, cause I've been seeing these conversations on Twitter and I think it's a bit misleading, um, but I see people taking some of these top shot debuts of these players, Shaq, AI, Dwayne, uh, T-Mac and comparing it to the, for example, like a John ja Morant or something or a Zion top shot debut from series one and giving a comparison like, hey, whose career would you rather have? And comparing a Shaquille to the other. And I, I think that's a hollow comparison. And I think that's not really doing justice. And it's probably a bit of a pumping bags for someone who got the Shaq, but not the previous one or so forth. But Yes, these are their top shot debut, but it still is not series one. And series one is still going to, I, I believe, hold substantial value compared to these additional run it backs, even though this is still their top shot debut. The second aspect is the rookie aspect where it actually was minted in their rookie year for the Zion, for the jaw. I think that holds more weight. Um, I do believe there are some strong comparisons that can be made. And if you are bullish and you believe that, hey, that series one doesn't actually matter and it's the top shot debut that really matters and the quality of the player that, player that really matters, then that is an opportunity for you to kind of, hey, gain some leverage and make your, you know, make your bets on this set here. I'm very bullish on this set. I think it's a great set. I think it probably is undervalued, but I just want to be, I just want to caution people that, hey, when you're trying to make those one-to-one -one comparisons, it's not the most fair comparison if you're just trying to use the circulation count and the quality of the player. That S1, that rookie, that, that needs to be factored into it. And I'm not seeing that happening in the conversations on Twitter. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's super super sharp take. And I guess you know one of the things that will be interesting to see is you know as we continue to get run it back, as we continue to kind of progress season by season, you know, are we going to continue to see you know top shot debut debut badges? I, I'm sure that we will. Um, but I think it's just an interesting dynamic of continuing to compare top shot debuts to ultimately series one. Um, I think they they both um, have a special place in, with collecting. Uh, we'll see in in a few years time what what ultimately starts to win out between the badge or or, or series one in general. So it should be interesting to see.
And I want to give a shout out. We got 25 people who have completed the entire set. So congrats to them. You want to see who those 25 are. You can go to the sets page. Let's go to where run it back is. S one. There we go. So we can see the 25. There we go. So congratulations to those people. Uh, I think that is a, a strong accomplishment. I think that's something that's going to be um, increasing in value over time, especially because it looks like these already have increased a little and people probably have gotten a little earlier. So well done there. Congrats. And uh, you will be the newest members of our Run It Back 2005-2006 uh, gated channel in Discord. Yeah, shout out Neil. Uh, shout out the team continuing to do a lot, a lot of interesting stuff. We have a lot of a lot of things in in the plan for series three, so it's it's going to be a fun um, series. And, and and you know, speaking of Top Shot, has been back, has been really hot over the course of the last couple of weeks. And right on the heels of Top Shot continuing to stay hot with with Run It Back, we've got the NBA season kicking off tomorrow. We've got the Bucks versus Brooklyn. Um, but what was a, you know, a, a, a centimeter, an inch, I'm not sure how close Katie's foot was, uh, in that three point, that three point shot, but man, it was really close to, uh, to being a different outcome of the entire season last year. And it should be awesome to see. Um, and you'll have to keep me honest on this one, Justin, but what, 30 plus collectors at the, uh, at opening tip for tomorrow's game. Um, it's going to be fun to see the in real life utility that Top Shot brings to, to series three, uh, into this upcoming NBA season. Yeah. We saw some pictures of the group that got to go to the WNBA, uh, Chicago game, um, which ended up being, I think the largest blowout in WNBA finals history, which is pretty interesting. I heard the stands pretty much has turned into kind of a hangout, a party, um, but, uh, yeah, no, tomorrow night, two great games. I think the lines for the two are basically a pick them. And then a Lakers is a three point favorite, um, star powered, star studded, uh, I'm pumped, but, uh, we're not the basketball experts. We've got two people that are joining us that, uh, they know the streets. They've got yeah. some experience. We, we, we got to bring at least. We got to We got to bring him in. Um, it would be, I would be remiss if we wouldn't do a nice introduction for, for our guy, Noah from, I got it. We're going to, we're going to bring on Noah and, and uncle Pat here shortly, but Noah, um, you know, wanted to, wanted to do a quick introduction, a man who's in the physical streets collecting all kinds of memorabilia. Um, I am seeing something that's behind him that we'll certainly get, um, some insights into, but man, he's been great, you know, for us at the OTM community, continuing to, to build out our partnership with, I got it and continuing to, to bring value. He's been over in our discord. We've been over in, yeah, I got it. Discord and uh, Noah, it, 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 we're gonna bring him on, and I just wanted to to intro him and say this is a man that I'm in, excited to see about uh, what happens over the course of the next year because he's fresh off a new promotion and he's bringing the heat lately. So uh, without without further ado, Noah from I Got It and Uncle Pat. Oh, that is Noah, how's it best, going? That's probably the best introduction I've ever received in my entire life. Wow, I'm like, I'm like, I can't. I mean, I no, you recorded. just hooked up the community with an Alvin Kamara signed jersey last week. We're gonna talk about how people can get a Tyree Kill signed jersey. We've got Uncle Pat coming on to talk about Mikey Williams. Like, this is this is the excitement. This is the big time. We got a big show. What can we say? Bring the noise. <laughs> yeah. So. No, no, Uncle Pat, I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts, one, on just the opening tip from an NBA perspective, and, and maybe give us a give us a hot take on, on who you like heading into heading into this season. Hot take, 
is the I, we talked about it the last time I was on the show. Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year, lock it in. He'll average 17, 8, and 4. The the Raptors will be a, a three seed in the Eastern Conference. It's happening. Zero Florida State bias here. None, <laughs> None. at all. None at all. <laughs> There's always a bias and some hot takes, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like it. It'll be someone that is on the radar just, just just to make sure I'm keeping you honest on your take, Noah. All right, sounds good. All right, and Noah, I know you know Uncle Pat better than us. If you could give Uncle Pat the do the absolute welcome that he needs for the show, let the people know who Uncle Pat is, and then we'll let's get some basketball takes from the Pat. The man, the mystery, the legend, that's Uncle Pat. I'd like to uh, welcome Uncle Pat to the OTM show. Thanks. Uncle Pat, welcome. Can you hear us okay? Thanks for that. I appreciate it. I don't know about the greatest. But I'll take it, but I appreciate the intro. <laughs> I know, uh, I, I know right now Uncle Pat is in the car having to make some, uh, make a little unfortunate last minute trip. So, uh, this connection may not be that great, but uh, we are ecstatic to have you on. And, uh, Coop, maybe we can start off with, uh, I think we got some videos. What, what, what do we have that we can do? Yeah. So, so I think we're, we're going to hear, we're going to hear from, from Noah and uncle Pat about, you know, I got it. Um, you know, I, what I got, it has in the works coming up. Um, and, and it's going to be some alpha uh, as, as they would say in the biz. So I'm excited to hear a lot from, from Noah and uncle Pat. Um, but, but ultimately the NFT charter membership is going to kick off with, with Mikey Williams. And, and we thought none other than, you know, to do a quick introduction of Mikey, we'll do a quick screen share here and see if I can get this to, to, to collaborate, um, to, to see a little bit about who Mikey is. I was looking at tons of YouTube videos and this one, um, this one sparked my eye. So we'll give this one a listen. Let's see if we make sure we get audio here. So, should I share on my screen? Alright, so give me a pause it. Come on, Coop. Coop. So, so my con- my connection is my connection yeah. is classic. Yeah, you 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 want to try? Yeah, I'll get it going in mine. All right, give me a second. It, it's a it's a lot easier to run the show from behind the behind the scenes, guys. So uh, bear with us as we continue to navigate through some some technical difficulties. No worries, no worries. All I right, see, here we go. I see chat. I see chat calling me out. Impressive internet as always. You know, you can only do what you can. Here we go. <laughs>
Oof. All right. So little information about Mikey. Uh, Mikey is one of the premier high school basketball recruits in the country. He's played with Bronny for a little bit. Um, what is it? 3.2 million followers on Instagram. Um, boys with he, Drake, KD, LeBron. And man, he's crazy. got some swag. I watched a bunch of, uh, a bunch of YouTube videos and this guy, he, he uses some confidence and you know, when you, when you can come across like that, I think it's like a really crucial for, you know, the longevity that you have and the upside. I think it's all about how you carry yourself and the confidence that you have in yourself, the ability to do things. And man, some of the stuff that I saw was, was pretty cool. So, uh, I'm excited to learn a lot more about Mikey and, uh, what he's done, but, but more importantly, maybe what he's going to do. So I think that's great. I think it's a nice lead in because uh, I think people are probably a bit kind of, uh, well, what is this? What, like, what, how does this relate to NFTs? What are these charter membership programs? So I think knowing now is a good time. You can kind of give us the 411 is uh, what is this? What are we looking at? What, uh, how does this play into the bigger picture? All right. So the, the charter member NFT program, which we're launching on Wednesday, um, what we did is we developed a, a platform, you know, through an NFT program where essentially you can, if you think Mikey, or you know, like we do that Mikey's going to be the next Donovan Mitchell, you know, Dwayne Wade, Kyrie Irving, or even Michael Jordan, right? You can be able to benefit from his uh, career, both on and off the court. So if you buy into the charter membership NFT program, as Mikey has successes, both on and off the court, think, you know, gets drafted number one overall. Um, wins his first NBA championship, MVP, first you know sneaker deal, things like that. We were going to release subsequent event NFTs that you'll be able to either keep, you'll be able to resell for a profit, um, all within the I Got It marketplace. So, you know, Mikey's going to be at the forefront of of this new innovative kind of technology that we're doing through our NFT program. Um, we're really excited for it. I like it. I like it. And then, so this is, I know that Mikey's going to be the first one, but um, what's the larger picture here? Is this kind of a, Hey, this is a one-off Mikey or, you know, it's just kind of part of a larger platform. What does this kind of roadmap and everything look like going forward? Yeah. So, you know, like I said, Mikey will be at the forefront. Um, you know, he's a, has a, not only a huge brand, but he is a fantastic basketball player as uh, we got to see down in Miami last week. Um, but so, I mean, not only Mikey, but we have a pipeline of over 40 plus athletes. And not only this week are we releasing Mikey, we're going to be releasing Fernando Tatis, Ronald Acuna Jr., Vlad Guerrero Jr., Shane Bieber, Joe Musgrove. And as well, we have a pipeline of some high-end college football athletes. Um, and as well, um, we're working on a game plan to roll out our NBA and NFT athletes. So we got some pretty exciting stuff. Um, and it, it, it's, and it's all cool. It'll be all within the, I got it, um, platform. Um, and we'll be able to kind of run out our roadmap as we see fit and, and it'll, you know, be in best touch with our community. And so Noah, like talk to us about like, how, how do you, how are you, how have, how has I got it been working on like cultivating the relationship to, you know, describe and ultimately work directly with the athletes kind of as a part of the, the charter membership. Cause I think that's something where you know, I'm interested to hear more about like athlete involvement and wh where, where they're thinking, you know, they're taking some of these, uh, these things around NFTs and, and, and where they see this, this potentially going. Yeah. Well, and, and the really cool thing about it, and is I'll give you an example, like when LeBron sold his, you know, his rookie card sold for a million and a half, like LeBron didn't 
make anything off that. I know he said that like he had one or two like somewhere in his house, but he didn't make any direct money from that. And something that's really interesting about the program we put together is Mikey and all of the other athletes are going to be the largest shareholders in their charter membership program. So, you know, not only will they receive, you know, creator royalties when it buys and sells, but at the end of the day, when, you know, Mikey's charter NFTs are selling at, you know, a premium, he'll directly benefit in that he will also own the NFTs. Um, and so, you know, we have our, I got it maximum mint guarantee where we are never for the, the entirety of his career going to release any more than um, what we originally meant. Um, but the, the athlete, you know, Mikey included, will be able to release more of that collection throughout his career. So, you know, say after his first championship, he's feeling a little generous, he can put out a little more um, and, and so on. So that's like, we're, we're really excited. And it kind of gave this athlete this unique angle where, you know, they're able to directly profit and benefit from, you know, their successes just as the fans are, which is something we haven't been able to see in sports. And all I can mean, yeah, I think the benefit here compared to something like where, you know, we're all familiar with autograph. We've seen what they've done where they've taken kind of players that are either retired or at the, you know, at, at the tail end of, the, of their career and put out that one NFT with kind of this idea of, Hey, maybe you have the opportunity to purchase in the future, this preseason access, I think the difference here really is that, hey, we're getting in on the ground floor of these very young athletes. And, uh, you know, I think some of the baseball names that we know that are coming are what, two of them are in the MVP race this year. Um, it's like the future of the MLB. And this gives you that opportunity to really get it. And then an example with Mikey, I think it is, hey, if you think Mikey actually has that possibility of being one of these top NBA players, Yes, that rookie card of his is going to be very valuable, but if you have the opportunity to get an NFT before he even becomes a rookie, while he's a junior in high school, when he then signs to go to college, when he signs with whether it's college or the G League, when it's the McDonald's All-American game, whatever it is, you get those experiences that are before he even has that official rookie. And it's not like it's just a one-off program, but it's actually partnered with, engaged with, directed by the actual athlete themselves. And part of the larger I got it marketplace where you have that kind of level of liquidity and demand that's going to be sustained, where it's not just this kind of one-off NFT project that we've seen elsewhere. Couldn't have said it better myself. But I mean, yeah, at, I think, at the end of the day, or, sorry, Coop. No, I was just going to say, I think the, like the, the marketplace brings like a, a super unique element to the pipeline of athletes and the interaction across, you know, different, different NFTs that can interact across different uh, athletes and how they come to market with like, you know, how many NFTs are going to be minted? What's the different events that are going to happen throughout different careers that, that would ultimately play into if an NFT is created. So I think that, you know, the, 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 the nature of all of the athletes coming together on one platform should be should be awesome to follow. Right, let's see how Uncle Pat's connection is doing and such. I'm going to unmute you, Uncle Pat. So don't, yeah, there you go. You already got it. But uh, how's it going? Talk to us. Tell us, uh, what is the inside story? What's it been like working with Mikey? I know you've known him for a long time. Well, it's been exciting. I mean, abnormal to say the least. Um, and just, you know, groundbreaking, it's been an incredible story. Here it is, you're talking about a kid that, you know, he's grown his platform organically. I mean, we didn't do any, we didn't hire anyone to do this. I mean, you're talking about a 14, 15, 16 year old kid that, that started this, in, you know, his IG. As a matter of fact, he started my first IG, my IG account. And I remember him telling me, he was like, look, I got 743 
um, followers. I'm trying to get a thousand. Like, dude, he's up to like over five million. It's it's crazy, and he did it all organically. Like, you know, and sometimes we'll have people, you know, as we progress and and he gets more popular, you'll have people come in and they want to send in their content experts. Well, what better content expert than him? You know, he did it organically. So it's just an incredible story. Um, you're talking about a 17-year-old kid right now. Uh, we're being the first to ever sign with a uh, marketing company. Uh, that's exciting. That's huge. He's in high school. So that's exciting. So that that made major news. It went all over the place. Um, we, we, we set up with, you know, I got it. We're the first high school athlete to dive into NFTs and, and just think, of the possibilities of of these special NFTs that's going to happen over the next couple of years, it's it's crazy, it's mind blowing. Because I'm on I'm on I'm on uh, I'm, I'm boots on the ground. I'm on the front line, so I see it every day. Like you guys have no idea what this kid goes through on a day to day basis. It's crazy. It's amazing. But we're trying to capture as much content as we can, not only for us, but you know for for our, um, you know, our NFTs and different things that we're involved with. And it's really exciting. I mean, you know, I was, we were down in uh, Miami at uh, Remy Run. So he does this, you know, with all the pros. I do, we walked in, it was maybe 15, 20 current and ex NBA players. And here he is, you know, 17 year old kid. He walks in in a pro run. So, I mean, he just goes in there and tears it up. So it's crazy to see this kid navigate in that space. So these are people who get paid for a living for, for their, uh, you know, for their talents. And uh, he just went in there and a couple of the guys were coming up to me and telling me, man, he's ready now. He could probably do, you know, 15 points in the league right now. So, of course, um, I, I love that. I'm it up. I love to hear that. You know what I mean? And and so so all we have to do is just see the course. And I was telling a couple of them as we were sitting uh, sitting around talking, I said, dude, we don't have a blueprint. Like, there's no blueprint for this kid. Because, yes, he's a five-star, just like all the gentlemen that I was sitting there talking to. They're all five-stars. So they went through the five-star process. But none of them, not one of them, at his age, or going through the things that he's embarking on and that he's been blessed, you know, uh, and things that he're going that he's going through. Because one, he's not only a five star, he's a social media icon influencer. And to try to balance the two, guy, is crazy. Like there's no yeah. blueprint. There's no blueprint for us. Uncle Pat, I got, I got to ask, I got to ask. I mean, I think, you know, 17 years old, obviously, you know, one, one of the best up and coming basketball players in high school has a lot of it on his shoulders just from that standpoint, right? Just from getting national attention, getting national media attention. He's obviously using his social media as a little bit of an, of an outlet there. How, how does he balance it? What, what's his, what's his drive and uh, what, what keep what keeps him going? Man, I wish I had a, like an exact answer because I don't understand it. How in the world does this dude go through it? I mean, he he goes through so much scrutiny. You can add up all of our the things that all of us on the panel goes through, and it still won't add up to what this kid goes through. 
you know, and how he handles it. And, you know, we talk about it and, 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 and you'll never see him waver. The other night when he gave 50 points, though, I said, dude, you was getting a lot off your shoulder that day, weren't you? <laughs> he's like, you know it, huh? He's like, he's like, I just felt it, you know. He went out there and he gave him 50 points. And we're trying to gear him for the next level. So that's what, that's what social media wants to see. They want to see the dunks. They want to see the 40, 50-point games. But we're trying to gear him for the next level. So we're moving him to more of a, a, a point guard position. And so, and I don't like to use the word point guard because he's more of a combo guard. So he's one of those point guards. Because think about it, when he's, when he's in, the, uh, in the league, you know, he's not going to be able to be a two. So he's going to have to be a, a point guard or a scoring guard or the combo guard, as, you know, they say. So what happens is now that we're gearing him and preparing him for it, you don't see – the 40, 50 point game. Oh, I think we got, I think we got you muted oh, for a second there, Pat. Are you there? There you there go. There you go. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just one of those things, man. My phone never stops ringing and I'm getting a hundred <laughs> texts while, while we're, while we're, um, we're working. So I apologize. But, no, but I hear you. I mean, you have to change the game and now you turn to the 15 to 20 assist games and you're going yes. for the team victories and the W's. Yeah. And, they'll and to, that, They'll say Mikey William had a bad game. He wait a minute. He went twenty twelve and five. That's awesome. <laughs> On any level. Yeah. All right. I think we need to pause real quick. Uh, we need to fill people in a little. I think we got a little sizzle video to kind of explain these charter membership. We can then bring it up to another high level again to talk through because I think people are curious around what are the prices, the supply, like how this works. Because I know. From me personally, I'm thinking more kind of the numbers behind it. You got five million on his Instagram because I know he's posting on there, so he's going to draw people over. You've got he's going to do an ESPN interview that's going to be released before it on Wednesday. So there's going to be a ton of people I think that are probably not very familiar with NFTs, and because I got it, is kind of building on the um, on their ledger where we're not going to need a MetaMask. It's far more like that kind of smooth top shot experience. There's going to be a lot of people coming into this. Let's give an idea of what that looks like, Coop. I've got it queued up. So uh, I got it loaded in here. You got it queued up too? I think I got it loaded. I Got It is revolutionizing the NFT industry and the way fans interact with their favorite athletes. For all of its young athletes, I Got It will be issuing a limited drop of charter member NFTs in an initial NFT offering. Owners of the charter member NFT for each athlete will have the exclusive right to buy follow-on event NFTs for as long as they hold the charter member NFT. Event NFTs will be issued only to charter member holders and revolve around significant events on and off the court or field. I Got It will host a secondary marketplace for both charter member NFTs and event NFTs. Do you believe in a young, new athlete? Buy multiple charter member NFTs and enjoy their success as their career progresses. I Got It works with the best teams in the NFL, NBA, and Pro Football Hall of Fame. And it is changing the digital collectible landscape. We have over 40 athletes in the pipeline. If you are an expert and know who's going to be great, open an account and buy your athlete NFTs today. Gets me jacked up every time. That's fine. Man, shout out to our friends that I got it. Those sizzle videos just hit, man. Those things just hit. <laughs> All right. So, Noah, hit us with the details. 
how many are how many are going to be on sale on Wednesday? What are the prices? What are the follow-on prices for the NFTs? Um, give give us all the deets. Yeah, so you know, like I said, this we have our maximum mint guarantee, and Mikey's going to be the largest shareholder. Um, we're still hammering out the numbers of how many will exactly be released on Monday, or sorry, on Wednesday. Um, but what I can tell you is the total amount of NFTs. So think like American Express. We have our green, which is like the basic, which is essentially you know, a digital trading card that's, you know, the foot in the door for a lot of those younger demographic members that are probably following Mikey. So, you know, think the people that really want to get their foot into the door, into the NFT community, those will be selling at $50 a piece. You go up a step, you have our platinum. Um, there will be, those will be selling for $200. Those will be more of an investment grade um, NFT. And then we'll have our black, which will be the most elite of the most elite um, those will be selling for $3,000, but not only do you get the most exclusive charter, you will also be getting a Mikey Punk, which we have we have created um, 25 different Mikey Punks for the 25 black NFTs that will be in circulation. Um, so each holder of that NFT, or sorry, of the black charter NFT will be getting access to the very first edition of Mikey Punk. So we're really, really excited about that. Um, and that'll all be on Wednesday. All right. So we don't have a picture of this yet, but the way that I'm understanding it is it's going to be like a crypto punk for profile picture avatar style thing, but it's going to be based off Mikey and his Mikey's face and Mikey's hair. And then cool, different things to make each, all 25 of them unique. Is that right? They're really cool. And they even have the little slits in the eyebrows. Like they're awesome. And I forgot to mention each each event NFT that comes, you know, once you order the, the charter membership NFT, you can purchase for one dollar. So our goal is for people to be able to benefit both, you know, personally as a fan, but as well financially. So, you know, each step um, you'll, you'll be able to do that. And the idea is, you know, from what we've been hearing from a lot of different people in the community is they kind of want to stockpile these similar to like, you know, a crypto or like a stock so that, you know, when he has that first, you know, 50 point game in the NBA or wins that first championship, they'll be, you'll be able to get, you know, 15, 20 of the NFTs, sell a couple, keep a couple, you know, make their, their, uh, their profit. So it's, we're, we're really looking forward to it. And so the levels again are 50 on the bottom, 50 for green, right? 50 for green, correct. Then $200 for platinum and then 3000 for the blacks. Okay. And then the follow on is that what you said each NFT is a dollar and how many of those are. So there will only be one uh, follow on event NFTs produced for every charter membership holder. So for instance, you know, at this very first drop, we're only going to be releasing X amount, which will be a fraction of the total amount of charter NFTs that'll be out there. Um, and so, you know, the, the first event NFT that follows up will be the most rare because it will only directly attach the amount out there. So say there's only 5,000 of those charter membership NFTs across all different tiers, there will only be 5,000 associated event NFTs that coincide with those. So the people that are getting in in early on are going to be able to benefit, you know, in the long run, because there's just not going to be many of these initial ones available. So you know, we're, we're seeing Mikey skyrocket his, his popularity, obviously, with his 2K um, promotion and, you know, college coming up and sneaker deals and drafted all that. So the people that really, you know, take advantage of, of what we're doing will really be able to benefit in the long run. And again, for a dollar for the, the event follow on. Come on.
Right. And so I know that there's a limited supply for this initial sale. Um, when those sell out, the idea is when that first NFT gets released, you pay a dollar and it's virtual, you know, you're paying a dollar, virtually getting for free because you've made this kind of early, hey, I think that this player is going to be the future. And I think my favorite aspect around this and why it kind of got me so excited is, you know, this idea of like a, hey, uh, I want to show my support, but I also want to share in the success of this athlete. And obviously Mikey at the age of 17 is a perfect, perfect example. But beyond this, there's also these others that you've said that, hey, you know, we mentioned the baseball players, two of them are up for MVP this year. Like some of the best youngest 23 year old athletes, as well as all, you know, all the sports that we have, it really allows me to kind of, hey, get in at the ground floor and share in that success with this player. Exactly. And, and to Uncle Pat's point from earlier, it's like, we're capturing all this content of, you know, practice, these tournament games, like, once it becomes like what, you know, he can become, to be able to have access to all of these behind the scenes NFTs and be able to get that as a part of the charter program, like that, you're actually a part of the process. It's like an unfiltered, cooler hard knocks. So that's what we're really, you know, cool thing that's cool is like, if you were one of the people that think, hey, at 17, this kid's the next the next best thing, I was there from the, I believed in him from the ground floor, you know, you'll be able to really cherish and experience that and, you know, feel kind of this, this certain level of access to an athlete that just frankly hasn't been seen before. Right. And I know you guys talked about from a utility and a real world utility aspect, um, I don't know, you know, kind of in the brainstorms early on, there was discussion about like, hey, how can Mikey, how can these athletes kind of further engage with the fans, giving them whether it's member, but like what kind of real world utility um, is going to be linked to all this? So the biggest aspect is you get this, you know, the idea that um, it, it is a killer like application of being able to really like have a part in that athlete's career and kind of have that direct involvement. And, you know, not only is, you know, I've seen a couple of questions, like, is it exclusive? I got it. Like, Part of what makes this awesome is we. It, it, this is for the entirety of the athlete's career, and this is the athlete's charter NFT. It's, it's theirs, not ours. So we're able to do customization. We can work with you know artists that they want to work with, different you know people that they want to feature. When he signs his uh, you know first sneaker deal, we can do a collaboration with them. When he signs his Gillette deal or Gatorade or anything like that, like there's so many opportunities to really make this unique to the athlete. Like, you know, you can follow someone on social media, but you'll never get to experience and like truly understand who they are, like without having this, uh, this charter NFT. So that's like, we're able to kind of experience Mikey in the way that Uncle Pat gets to on a, on a day-to-day -day basis, which I'm sure is, you know, as, as he said, just next level. Yeah. And I know you guys can't talk about it, but I know Coop and I are already like grinding the numbers. Like there is a large speculative aspect to this and i think it's kind of built in that like hey the goal is with those one dollar nfts that are follow-on like it really does give the opportunity that if this is going to be a you know a strong athlete that has a great career uh you're just getting kind of dividends based off your initial investment um for of these nfts and they're kind of customizable nfts going forward. yeah and 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 the you know what pat said is like he's not just a basketball player there's so, so much more to who he is as a person where it's not just what they do on the court it's off the court as well so when he has successes as you know the first you know athlete or 20 year old billionaire that plays in the nba or you know things like things like that first 10 million followers on instagram you know whatever whatever it might be that he's able to accomplish because i mean we've seen what he can do on the court can you imagine what what he and his team are capable off the court 
Like that's also the really exciting thing. You know, when he's giving back to the community, I know him and his family really prioritize and focus on, you know, philanthropic aspects and giving back to the community. So like, there's so many really cool ways that can all tie in to this, this charter program that, I mean, it's, it, as much as we can pr- project what's going to happen, like there's so many cool ways that this can go. And I think it'll change, right? I think that's one of the cooler things about it is going on a journey with someone. And and I, and I think the other thing that really catches my eye, especially with someone like Mikey, is when you're of the upper echelon and you've made it, right? And you're starting to release NFTs. You've got teams around you, teams that do social media, teams that do content, teams that do kind of a lot of different things for you. I think we're seeing Mikey, a kid growing up in the social media age who like Uncle Pat said, grew a generic following, did it all organically. And now he's getting an opportunity to say, well, if these people are willing to be invested in my career, like, are we, the thought there is that he's already built an organic following. He understands community. He understands that what that could, what that really could mean for him long-term, not only in basketball, but in connections to other people and connections to things that they do or things that are in, involved in their lives. So I think that part of it is really interesting to me to see, you know, how that will, how that will come to life at the end of the day. I mean, he's got 5 million people on Instagram who literally just follow anything he puts out there. And as he continues to put out these NFTs that he's creating, because he just put up that 50 point game, he got to the McDonald's all American. He signed with this university. He goes pro, et cetera. Like those that following is going to continue to increase. And now you're going to be there sitting there just getting these $1 NFTs as dividends for the rest of his career. And I like the idea that you have to pay for the follow-ons, even though it's like a dollar, it shows that you're invested, right? It yeah. shows that you're continuing to follow the career. Um, I, I, I'm, I, I won't ask the question, Noah, just because I, I know that you guys will work through it and we'll have more answers. But I, I will be really interested in, you know, as the, and if the charter memberships are released and as the follow-ons happen, what do we see happen to the supply count? Do we see people coming back to in that window to buy the event NFT? Do we see them coming back and buying? it it are they are they looking to you know speculate on it are they looking to trade it in the marketplace it'll just be a very interesting thing to follow with hard data hard numbers behind you know who's invested in athletes so i'm really excited to to see it take off and uh, man, not, not, no one better to start with than a 17 year old, you know, someone who who's really, really dominating the scene and has that social media following and has been building that community. So uh, it can be fun to watch. Yeah, I just like to add to it real quick. Um, you know, it's kind of like a frenzy. He's like a, he's an iconic being person for Generation Z. I mean, these kids are going, you know, nuts. I mean, our nickname for him is is, is Mikey Jackson because he has that he has that rock star appeal in some of these markets that we go. I mean, some of the bigger markets like Miami and places like that. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of other things that are going on to to get people's attention. But when we go into some of these markets where there's not, you know, not a lot going on and these kids get the opportunity to come out and actually see and feel and touch his presence, they lose their mind, dude. They go crazy, you know, and it's it's awesome because he's all about interacting. He's all about engaging. Um, And it does come sometimes where it's a little challenging. And we have to back people off, but he usually takes time for kids. And just to know that he's going to have this cult following of people 
who are going to grow with him over the years and see this young man transition into an adult and continue to have all these, you know, special things that happen to him is, it's absolutely amazing. And the possibilities that are in front of us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, full transparency. So I'm, I'm 32. I do not have an Instagram. Um, I did not know who Mikey Williams was when we first started talking about this a couple of weeks ago, Noah. Um, but I was in Indianapolis and I was with another company that was, uh, they've all actually played college basketball. They're kind of like the 25 to 30 range. Um, and it, Coop, you know them. Uh, one of them is Peter Jennings, CSU's friend. Uh, and I was asked, and I was like, hey, do you guys know this name? Because I was just kind of kind of like test the waters and stuff. And all five of them 100% knew what it was and each <laughs> had a story. And each had a unique story about something they either saw online or about how much these young kids love him or like, how the mouth that he has or the, the he the jumps that he has, like just as a character, um, it, it was fantastic. I think that's where I really dove in. And it is without a doubt, like it's not my generation. It is not my um, understanding of the TikTok, the Instagram, but just seeing the following and the action and the activity and kind of the, you know, I watched a couple of the videos too, where like you just see like the people reacting to him in public. And yeah, it's, I, I get the Mikey Jackson one, but uh, it's crazy because, I wouldn't have known until you look into it, but like there's, there's this other generation of people out there that just love it. It's crazy. I love it. Yeah. Justin we were totally the outing the uh, own the moment team as boomers <laughs> formally on, on stream at this point. But um, yeah. And I think the coolest thing about like those conversations that we had right away was they were hyped about the fact that he's been able to build that following. So it's like um, they, uncle Pat, they really said kind of something you said is man, he's like, doing everything you need to do to be a top high school athlete, but he's also building a massive, massive following, you know, some, some of the likes that not even the pros and their teams, quote unquote teams, you know, are able to build from a social media perspective. So I think it's, it's, they, they were really pumped about, you know, hearing more of the details and, and, and our questions about it. So it'll be interesting to see. And that's Hi. the craziest thing is like, sorry, real quick, like you guys, you know, firmly entrenched in the sports NFT space who aren't even familiar with him. Like just imagine the amount of new NFT consumers he'll be able to bring into the marketplace. Like, you know, everyone talks about how little people know about NFTs, but like he'll be able to bring in a whole generation of younger individuals who are just as big as sports fans as us. Um, and it'll be really interesting to see. Well, and it's great because you guys are, you know, hey, similar to way that a lot of us got into the NFT space via Top Shot. There's no MetaMask required. You can pay with credit cards. These are all features that are the same thing for the drop on Wednesday. And I think that's extremely important because the majority of people who are seeing it on ESPN, who are seeing it on Instagram, are going to make that click and they're going to want to go purchase. And they may not know too much about NFT, but what they do know about is Mikey. And they do know about this idea of like, digital collectibles and so making that onboarding experience as easy as possible really is just click buy and now you own i think that's a huge huge step in the right direction here because yeah this has the opportunity to onboard a ton of new younger people into this space and with that i think we have one more sneak peek if we want to show it you ready i think we might be able to Let see, see what, these, what these entities look like <laughs>
So imagine as each NFT, as each big event happens as his career progresses, your passport will continue to grow and grow and grow and grow until, you know, you can say you were there. You can literally prove that you're a day one fan. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. And I like it. And I mean, the the NFT is dynamic. It's got the video. It extremely well done and uh all, all well, of the, it's done I mean, by our friends over at i got it so of course I mean, they are going to bring the heat oh uh, yeah i i still have uh detroit basketball <laughs> like it's still in my head from the pistons one the absolute fire yeah but, uh, i mean the, nah. the the nfts as soon as you sent the sizzle video no i was like all right let me stop everything i'm doing i just want to check this out because i the concept <laughs> of the passport growing getting stamped like having that scarcity having that proven authority that you own you've owned it um and i think it'll be interesting too again for the collector in me is kind of like well damn what if i missed one what if i missed this one and i was wasn't paying attention or whatever then your collection becomes even more unique potentially at yeah. that point in time um so it'll it'll be fun to watch you know this this grow um and being able to again follow someone's career uh via nfts uh, i think we're all pretty bullish on on nfts in general and man this is just another use case of longevity scarcity ownership uh continuing to play out and the idea of bringing gen z in, like uncle pat said i'm excited about i'm excited about gen z starting to do some digital collecting that's for sure oh yeah and, and I've been thinking about it because the way that I think this on-ramp is going to happen for those three, five million people that he has following him is, to be honest, when they see this first one on ESPN on Wednesday and on his Instagram, they probably aren't going to buy, at least not that many, because they're not that familiar with it. And so that gives us an opportunity to actually get in. But the thing is, he's going to keep posting them. And when the next ones become available and when he posts these NFTs, now they're going to have to get in from the secondary market. And now us who were there from the beginning, because we have more familiarity with this space, will actually reap those benefits because as they come in, they're a little later to the game because we know that like, hey, repetition is what breeds actual, uh, well, repetition breeds behavior, something like that. There's a saying I'm sure there is. Uh, but the more they see it, the more they are like, okay, I got to get into this. What is this? I've seen it before. I want to look into it. And so, yeah, I'm sure some will try for that first one on Wednesday. But I think over time, it's going to be, hey, there will be that continued trickle in as he continues to post on his Instagram to those 5 million people, as you continue to have more highlights from him, more news, more notable things, and the NFTs get released. And I see a lot of questions about the what time is it going to happen? Where can I find out more information? Um, I'll put the link in again to the I Got It Discord. This is also where the Tyreek Hill jersey giveaway is going to be. So if you do want to check that out, Go there, go to the giveaways channel. All you got to do is just, I think it's hit the giveaway bot, hit the emoji of yep. re uh, react uh, to enter for that giveaway. And then that's also where we'll have uh, all the information. Noah and team will be releasing it over the next two days. The ESPN announcement's going to, the NSPN inter interview and announcement will come out Wednesday. And uh, I think that's where the, the, the button smashing to get them will be on Wednesday. Yep. And in some, some news that we haven't shared with anyone, Mikey will be joining on Wednesday in the I Got It Band Cave for an AMA with all of his uh, all of his biggest supporters on That's going to bring so day. many of those followers, those Instagram followers. Now. Not only do we have Mikey on Wednesday, but I, I feel like Adam Schefter, like, you know, looking at text while I'm on while I'm on air, but we have Fernando Tatis confirmed will be in the Discord on Thursday. Um, and next week we have a couple more surprises. So it'll be a big week in the fan cave. Wow. 
And uh, so for the baseball, so Fernando Tatis, 23 years old uh, in MVP consideration this year. Um, and then, so is this the announcement of a partnership with him? Is there more to expect with him as well? Or is this uh, just, uh, you know, he's coming by to stop and say, hey. The Herzig bot's would, yeah. always going to search for alpha, Noah. You got to know some of these follow-on questions are coming. So I would definitely pay attention to Tatis and what happens this week. That's all I'll say. Love that. Love that. Uncle, Uncle Pat, I, I need, I need one, I need one crazy, crazy Mikey story. Just one, one small tidbit. Tell, tell the people how do, how do we, how do we get a little closer and tell the people what, what, give us one small tidbit about him. What's about unique? Him. Well, you would think he was would be someone because of his pizzazz and how he comes across on the, on the court and how he's, you know, very had this vibrant killer instinct attitude. He's very, he's kind of introverted. So he's kind of really personal. You know what I mean? You would be surprised. I guess so with everything that he has to go through on a day-to-day basis, but he's a cool kid. And you know, one thing he doesn't really, he knows he's an extraordinary talent and extraordinary individual. You got another call. call. He's too popular. I like it. We're muted again, Pat. I think once you get the calls, we lose you. <laughs> yeah, now we're back. And, and just to see him interact with these guys, he's just so cool and calm and, you know, like he belongs. And I think he's just a real genuine person. So I would love all his fans to know that, you know, he's, he's, he's just a regular guy with extraordinary talents. That's awesome. And, Who's the NBA you know, comp? Yeah. Who would you comp him to? Because I know you've obviously had an impact on his basketball career, you know, his basketball life as well. Well, um, I have to agree with a lot of people kind of look and say he's like Donovan Mitchell. And they're kind of built the same. They're a combo guard. They're strong. Because if you look at Mikey's body, he's in a man's body already and compared to his peers. His peers are very, you know, when you see them, sometimes they're still in what I call little boy bodies. And and this kid's upside is tremendous because we don't really have a, a workout. What I mean is like weightlifting regiment for him. And people go, no way. Look at him. Look how he's built. You mean to tell me he doesn't lift weights? We're like, no, we don't, we don't do weights. You know, he's a gym rat. That's what he is. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, will say things like, uh, oh, he's going to be an Internet sensation. They have no idea about this kid. This kid is focused. He's a gem rat. And he puts in, he'll go, you know, sometimes twice a day, you know, uh, just in the gym, getting up 100 shots. Right before practice, he'll show up early and he'll get up 500 shots. And I'll walk in the gym. He was like, oh, look, um, you coming in late. I already put 500 shots up. Where are you at? <laughs> so he does it on his own, you know. So um uh, I'm I'm just excited about his future. But to be honest with y'all, I'm I'm gonna add this. We have been doing this since probably the third and fourth grade. You know, just traveling around the country, wherever those killers or those sharks I always say, you know, either you're gonna be a catfish or a shark. A catfish is the big fish in the in a small pond. So we have to get out there in that ocean and swim with the great whites to know where we stand. And you will hear me say that story over and over again over time because that's been our motto. 
Like we actually chase and we go after the best players. Like it's not hard to get a game with us. It's not. I tell all the promoters, it's not. If if a game doesn't happen, it won't be on our behalf. I can tell you that. You know, know, Coop, I want to ask the people who are listening on Wednesday when you have the opportunity, are you going to be a catfish or a shark? What are you going to do? Are you going to be out there in the ocean swimming with the great whites? That's what I want to know at the end of the day. Always swimming with the great whites. And we're back home too, and we're doing it for a charitable cause. Let's not forget that. We're doing it for breast cancer. It was another shark. Uh, 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 It was another shark. Um, that that was here, a female basketball player. So we're going to honor her, Daphne, and um, honor her and, and, and her mom's coming out. So it's going to be a great event. And Mikey wanted to do it. He wanted to do a homecoming. This is special. It's for breast cancer. So he's always doing little things like that. It's a 17-year-old kid. That's awesome. No, we'll have to hear yeah. more about the uh, – definitely for the breast cancer and kind of the charity aspect in that AMA with him uh, later on this week. Love to hear that. Definitely. Awesome. Well, Uncle Pat, Noah, I think uh, we've dropped enough alpha on Mikey on Charter NFTs uh, for for one episode. Um, So I really want to just say thank you to you guys for coming on. Um, Really pumped about the Charter NFT program holistically at I Got It. Pumped about seeing Mikey kick things off. Um, You saw the sizzle videos. I think those those really do speak for themselves from an NFT perspective. You know, I Got It continues to push the needle and, and we see them continuing to push the needle. So creativity in the space is something that is uh should be welcomed and i think this will be you know one of those projects that we continue to see added creativity uh to how do we how do we think about nfts in the future um so uh noah i guess uncle pat any any final words that you guys have for the people i'll let uncle pat go well okay well i'll just say continue to support Come along with us on this journey. I guarantee you it's going to be exciting. It's definitely going to be exciting. And I appreciate all the support. Love it. Awesome. I've said it better myself. We'll end on that. Perfect. A man, a man of a man of a uh, few words, Noah. Well, we re- really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, Justin, any final words for the people? No, this is awesome. This has been a blast. I've uh, I've really enjoyed learning more about this, kind of learning a lot more about Mikey over this. And uh, I'm really just excited for that. This isn't just a one-off kind of thing that this really puts the athlete at the center of it. And this really is part of a larger, you know, a larger project, larger membership aspect where there's going to be a ton of kind of new people being brought into this space, going to IGI and doing it really from a a uh, larger, hey, this is the opportunity to kind of share in the success of these younger athletes all the way from Mikey to TBD, what's upcoming. But uh, I know there's going to be some exciting news over the next few days. Spot awesome. on. And I thank you guys for giving us the platform to uh, tell everyone about it. We, uh, we look forward to Wednesday. Yeah, looking forward to Wednesday. Looking forward to continued conversations with Noah from I Got It. That pipeline is strong, and we're going to hear a lot more about it. So that'll do it for tonight for uh, for Noah, for Uncle Pat, for Justin, and for TJ, who's not here tonight. I am producer Coop, and this has been Own the Moment. We'll see you guys next time.